You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 79, Disarming Your Defenses. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. You're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected. This is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. I'm so excited about today's topic. I've wanted to do an episode on this for a while now because psychological defense mechanisms have fascinated me since I first learned about them in my college psychology class. And as I've gotten older, I've been able to recognize when I'm getting defensive and more recently, how to stop getting so defensive. So I want to share all of that with you. Before we do that, though, I want to tell you about a free class I'm offering this week called How to Get Your Kids to Listen Without Yelling at Them. In this class, you're going to learn what no one else tells you about why you yell and how to stop what you should focus on as a mom and what you shouldn't focus on, and the number one secret to gaining respect and authority in your home. I'm offering it twice. It's going to be live so I can answer your questions, and I'll also be telling you more about how to get support from me moving forward. You won't want to miss it. If you're already subscribed to my email list, you've already gotten an email about it. And if not, I'm going to put a link to sign up for the class in today's show notes at lessdramamoremama.com forward slash 079. I also want to share a testimonial from one of my clients. This is from Dominic. She signed up for three months of private one-on-one coaching initially and then signed up for an additional six months. And here's what she had to say. At first, I was on the fence about having a personal life coach. I was yelling at my kids and kept telling myself that I was failing as a mom. I also blamed having kids to take care of for all the things I wouldn't get done. I believe that if I just put in the time listening to the free podcasts and applying the principles, I could change on my own. But with every attempt, I found that it wasn't so straightforward. I finally decided to take the plunge and hire Pam. Wow, the impact was immediate. As early as the free mini session, she easily identified patterns in my thinking that I couldn't see myself. With her experience and skill coming through so readily, I knew that working with her would help me see through all the drama I believed to be truth. From that day, I have grown so much. I now understand the real reason I was yelling, and I do it so much less often. I no longer blame my kids. I own my decisions. I'm much more confident as a mom, a wife, and in general. I'm closer to the person I've always wanted to be, and I can confidently attribute much of that evolution to Pam's wonderful coaching. Thank you so much. Oh, how amazing is that? I love you, Dominic, and I am so proud of you. Your kids are beyond lucky to have you as their mama. Now, you all might be thinking, well, that's just one testimonial. Those results aren't typical. And I want to tell you that I have so many more testimonials just like that to share. When you work with me, you will get results, period. You have to show up. You have to put in the work. 
It's not like I have a magic wand or anything, but I give you the tools to be able to change your life and I'm there to support you all the way. So come to my class this week, learn how to get your kids to listen without yelling at them. It's totally free because I love you. Okay, on to defensiveness. As humans, we all have defense mechanisms. Defense mechanisms are mental processes that are initiated, usually unconsciously, to avoid conflict or anxiety. They protect us by keeping painful emotions and thoughts outside of our conscious awareness. Sigmund Freud first identified nine psychological defense mechanisms, also called ego defenses, and then his daughter Anna elaborated on them, adding 10 more, and many psychoanalysts have added even more of them over time. The late psychoanalyst Donald Meltzer described defense mechanisms as lies we tell ourselves to evade pain. I love that definition. Let me read it again. Lies we tell ourselves to evade pain. That's what coaching helps uncover, those lies we tell ourselves. And then coaching also helps you learn how to process the pain you're trying to avoid. When you're afraid of certain emotions, you stay in your comfort zone, and that prevents you from growing and evolving. One of my favorite quotes from Brooke Castillo is, discomfort is the currency to your dreams. When you can open up to discomfort and be willing to feel any emotion, that's when your life really opens up. Because when you're not afraid to feel any emotion, there's no reason to hide or put up defenses. See, you're wired for connection, but you're also wired for self-protection. When you experience your child or your partner as a threat, you withdraw to protect yourself from further injury, and then you create disconnection and damage your relationships. Byron Katie says that defense is the first act of war. Without defensiveness, there is no war. So I'm going to talk about four of the defenses I see most often in my clients, and then we'll talk about how to disarm your defenses. The first is pretty widely known. It's denial. Denial is when you refuse to believe what you actually know on some level to be true. I was in major denial about issues in my marriage. I was unwilling to accept certain things because it went against what I wanted and it didn't match my perception of myself. I saw myself as someone who was able to work things out no matter how bad they got. And eventually, I had to come to terms with the fact that I couldn't work things out with someone who wasn't also willing. I had to come to terms with the fact that, like me, my kids would have divorced parents. That was so hard. Even after my ex-husband left, I was still in denial. It was such a strong force. I see parents at the school where I work in denial about their kids having symptoms of depression or being on the autism spectrum or lying, having an addiction, engaging in inappropriate behavior. They just can't wrap their minds around the idea that their child is dealing with something like that. So the question I want you to ask yourself is, what are the subtle ways you're lying to yourself in order to hide feelings you don't want to accept consciously? 
what important feelings are you not allowing into your awareness? And where in your life are you not telling yourself the full truth? You know the saying, the truth will set you free. Once you tell yourself the truth and get honest with yourself, that is when you will be free. And I'm continuing to learn that for myself every day. The second defense mechanism I want to discuss is called displacement. This is when you redirect your emotions, usually anger, towards someone who doesn't deserve it. When Marissa was little, I unleashed a lot of my pent-up anger onto her. I felt inadequate as a mom and as a wife. So it was much easier and safer to yell at her than it was to get angry with my ex or take control of my own happiness. And I felt a false sense of power because she was so defenseless. I knew in my heart that my anger was misdirected, but I didn't know how to change at the time. I had a child come to me the other day upset because his mom had yelled at him that morning on the way to school. I know that the mom is having a lot of health issues right now and that this was most likely displaced anger. It happens all the time when we're stressed out about work or relationships or our health and we just let it out on our kids because they're an easy target. So catch yourself doing this and apologize. Let your kids know it's not about them and then deal with the true source of your anger. The third defense mechanism is projection. This is when you attribute unwanted thoughts, feelings, and motives onto another person. The most common example is when someone is unfaithful and then accuses the spouse of having an affair. They try to get rid of their own pain, usually guilt or shame, by projecting it onto the other. Another common example is when you have a strong dislike for someone, you might instead believe that he or she doesn't like you. I see this with students and teachers a lot. When a student says, that teacher hates me, it's usually because they don't like the teacher. The fourth defense mechanism is rationalization. You're familiar with this one. These are all the excuses you make and the justifications you have to explain what happened or why you did or didn't do something. You might rationalize eating the chocolate because you had a stressful day at work. You rationalize not going to the gym because you had to take the kids somewhere. You rationalize yelling because your child was so out of control. When you rationalize, you're not taking responsibility. And when you're not taking responsibility, you're giving all of your power away. In order to get your power back, you need to take responsibility for all of your results. So what does that look like? How do you disarm your defenses and open yourself up to being vulnerable? I want to give you a couple of examples. I've talked before about how Marissa has a life-threatening allergy to dairy. One time when she was with her father and stepmother, she had a reaction and they didn't give her the EpiPen. They gave her Benadryl and took her to the urgent care, but they didn't administer the EpiPen, which is what we're supposed to do. So the day after this happened, I spoke with the stepmom on the phone and I said, why didn't you give her the EpiPen? I was ready for a fight. I was on the offense. And she said, I don't know. You're absolutely right, Pam. We should have. And I was like, wait, she's not even going to defend herself. She's not going to try and justify this. I have to say, I was not expecting that. And it just completely diffused the conflict. Defense is the first act of war, and there was no war. 
What I've learned is that the reason we become defensive is that there's a part of us, however small, that believes some of what the other person says is true. Otherwise, we wouldn't get defensive. For example, a client of mine might believe, I'm not a good enough wife. Then when her husband complains about something, like maybe she forgot to pick up the dry cleaning, her own self-criticism and feelings of inadequacy cause her to get defensive. So now, whenever I feel myself getting defensive and wanting to prove myself or justify something, I ask myself, where's the truth in this? And then I agree with whatever it is, even if it's only a small percentage. The other day at school, one of the teachers got an email from an angry mother about something, and her first instinct was to defend herself. But I said, whoa, wait a minute. Where's the truth in this? What can you agree on? And from there, I helped her respond to the mom in a non-defensive, collaborative way. So we've only covered four of the ego defenses, and there are a ton more. And they're not always negative. Some defenses can be more adaptive than others. For example, using humor to point out the funny aspects of a situation is a defense mechanism. And sublimation is a defense mechanism where you act out unacceptable impulses in a more acceptable way. Like instead of punching someone in the face when you're angry, you take up boxing at your gym. While you can't eliminate your defense mechanisms, and you wouldn't necessarily want to because they're there to protect you, you can become more aware of them and their effects. And being more conscious allows you to think, feel, and behave in ways that ultimately bring about the results you want. So that is my episode for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I can't wait to see you in the free class and talk to you again next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. If you liked this episode, please take a moment to write a quick review on iTunes and make sure you subscribe too so you never miss a show. Got a question, comment, or idea for an upcoming episode? Email me at pam at lessdramamoremama.com.